Hola, mi gente, and welcome to another episode of 831 Comadres, where nothing's, nothing's off the table cuando estás entre comadres. We are so happy to be in studio today and bringing you this wonderful episode. If you guys are listening to us in real time, <laughs> this will drop on December 12th, Dia de la Virgen de Guadalupe. I was going to say guess, but okay, you said it. Oh, dang it. <laughs> well, guess why? <laughs> And that is exactly the topic of today's episode, right? It's a beautiful topic. I know. I, I like it. It's. I was so happy to do the research for this topic because, like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I had this conversation recently with a good friend of the show. Shout out Denise from La Luna Design. <laughs> and, like, she's she's a, a co-home girl of mine, right? Like, she's mm-hmm. my homie. And so I was talking to her and Shout out to her, her hair. I'm sorry. Her hair looks bomb as fuck. Right? Okay. Sorry. Yes. It's just, her hair is mm, looking good. Mm. And also, if y'all don't have a gift yet, please make sure to hit up the home girl. You can find her in the locals corner at Park Row Cafe. Yes, ma'am. And also, if you order directly from her, she's doing gift wrapping right now. And they are so cute, y'all. Her gift wrapping skills are on point. She really is. (laughs) But anyway, back to the story. I was talking to Homegirl and I was like, yo, like, I'm not a super religious person, Mm. you know? Um, I'm, I'm more spiritual, but I grew up very Mm -hmm. religious Mm -hmm. and like there was recently something that both of us had seen, I believe it was like on social media and it was like, you know, the image of La Virgen de Guadalupe. And I was like, I kind of feel like a fraud wearing it since I'm not really religious anymore i i feel i I understand like yeah i'm more spiritual yeah and i feel like if i wear that like people will automatically assume that i'm very catholic Mm -hmm. especially and it wouldn't be a negative or a bad assumption right because like i was raised in a first generation Mm -hmm. very traditional mexican catholic household Mm -hmm. homegirl was baptized at cristo rey yes um and then we my family um started going to well, there was a whole bunch of crazy stuff in between. We even, like, studied with Los Testigos, testigos de Jehová. Jehovah Witness? Yeah, those people. Oh, oh, it was weird. Anyway, damn, Mom, you put us through some stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was trying to find Jesus. <laughs> we ended sorry, up I at... <laughs> okay, sorry. And we then... ended up at um, San Pablo. St. Paul's on... Um, Right here in Salinas on Pajaro and San Miguel. And they're an Episcopal church, which is like a more liberal form of a Catholic church. But it's very, very, like, very Hmm, similar to Catholicism, right? The main differences are, like, women aren't suppressed Mm. within, like, the religion. Whereas, like, within Catholicism, like, women can only be monjas. Like, they can't notice. Like the Roman Catholic Church, right? That's Correct. Right. Okay. Yeah, they can only be um, nuns. That's like the highest rank. Yeah, could, could, what can they be over here? The Anything? bishop the, of oh, the entire you know diocese. I actually did see something like that, like with yeah. Netflix and then. The bishop yeah. of like this diocese is a female. They can hold any rank within oh, the Episcopal okay. Church. So I was like, all right, these people are more <laughs> forward thinking. I can get with it. You yeah. know what I mean? So I did like my confirmation there, my first communion. Like I had my quince there. Um, Damn, girl, you did the whole thing like that. Yeah. Huh? And then when I had my daughter, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm going to raise her like more religious and mm-hmm. stuff. And then so like I took her there and did her presentation there. She was never she has not been baptized yet because then. 
Yeah, then you start doing real research and you're like, hold up, people. <laughs> <laughs> but again, we, you know, yes. that's everyone's choice. But yeah, I yeah, totally, but I yeah. do feel like very like kind of fraudulent, like wearing I like, feel yeah. it's symbolism just, related yeah. to Catholicism. But when but we after, think of La Virgen, for me personally, I feel like she's La Patrona. She's yeah. she's the boss. Like I don't well, care, she, like religious or not. She's you. You respect that person, not she's just a patron saint yeah. of Mexico. Yeah, como como este. Um, sorry, excuse me. Over here, you know, angels. Um, <laughs> Juan Pablo el Papa baptized her as La Reina de las Américas. Oh, that's you know, and I always heard that name, and I've always thought of her like La Virgencita. That that was there's you know, so many many names. names. La many. Virgen Morena. Is another mm, yes. one, you know, La Virgen de Guadalupe. La Nina. That's what my grandma used to call her too a lot. I remember. Because, really? you know, she's considered a virgin. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. My, my grandma would always say little things. Oh, La Nina. You know, you know my grandma. You know how Gosh. grandmas are. Yes. Very yeah. like traditional mm-hmm. Mexican women or whatever, right? Yeah. That's when she would get pissed off at me. She's like, Miras la Virgen que tiene tatuajes. Miras la Virgen te- que oh, tiene yes. todos esos hoyos en sus, o- en sus oídos. And I'm like, ay, mamá. Like, why do you have to put me down like that? She would always say, she's like, mira, get she's very covered. You. Está bien cubierta como una niña. Como tú tienes que ser. I'm all like thinking. I'm like, okay. Damn. Anyways, but, you You're know. like. Never mind. I'm and not going to go there because this is a religion. It's a holy episode. <laughs> a holy episode. Oh, right. girl. So anyway, <laughs> some, sometime Again. not that many years back, I came away from religion mm-hmm. and came more into spirituality mm-hmm. and more recently have came on to like more of the Red Road. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, you know, honoring um, traditional ancient practices, particularly like Mexica practices and things of that nature. So participating in like ceremony and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, again, I felt like kind of fraudulent, like wearing any like symbolism related to Catholicism, especially La Virgen. So I was like having this conversation with Denise, you know, and I was like, I don't know, like I really like the jacket girl or the T-shirt or whatever it was. I was like, but I kind of feel like a fraud. Mm -hmm. Right. And then doing the research for this i'm like oh hell no i'm gonna go out and buy it now because now (laughs) i know right yeah so in my opinion well let's start off with like the traditional story right like like, how everybody knows exactly right the one that i interviewed my dad with last night oh i want (laughs) to hear it so you tell us so no my dad was so cute because like obviously this is a story that you and i have heard and i was like you know what let me get the details on this because i don't want to fuck it up because obviously again this is She's the boss, you know, and I don't yes. want to mess up on that. So you have like, to do her justice. Exactly. Just like how everyone knows it, um, La Virgen Morena, it, she appeared to Juan Diego, you mm-hmm. know, um, and, you know, story is that she he she appeared to him three times, which it was um, or four times, three times. It was three times, three times to him uh-huh. and then the fourth time to the, to the bishop. Yes. So right? it was December yes. 9th that started the 10th, 11th, and 12th. Correct. That's why on the 12th se celebra el Día de la Virgen. And then obviously Juan Diego's day is December 9th because mm-hmm. that's su santo, right? So anyway, so the story is that everyone knows again that... El Día del, de su santo es diciembre 9th? El yeah. Día del Santo de Juan Diego? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. So that Juan Pablo... Sense, yeah, Juan but... Pablo baptized that day before he passed away. Dude, oh. honestly, like like you and I, we were I was super born into the Catholic family. Like my Nino who, who baptized me, he's a priest. 
Oh, he's dang. yeah. He's my god. He's a godfather. Everyone knows him. Um, Father Rudy. Father, oh, okay, yeah, okay, that's okay. my Nino. He's he's fucking awesome. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So anyway, and for the for people who don't know what we're talking about is like within the Catholic mm, faith, yeah. there's a calendar. Mm. And back in the olden days, like my daughter says now, <laughs> oh cute. And she's like, mommy, in the olden days, I was like, wait, hold up. <laughs> um, but back in the olden days. The day that your child was born on, you would it's look at the name. calendar yeah. and that there was a patron saint mm-hmm. for every day of the year. And mm-hmm. then you would name your child mm-hmm. based off of the date that they were born. Like technically, I was born on December 8th. That's the other that's Constantinas, Const- uh-huh. Constantine. Uh-huh. So I would have been Connie. Oh, yeah. You I got yes, saved, girl. girl so, I don't even know what the day of my saint is. So but. my saint, my mom prayed for to San Francisco de Assis. So every October 4th, my tia from Mexico calls me to wish me Feliz Día de Tu Santo. And my tia's so cute from Mexico. She's like, oh, no te van a celebrar. They're not going to celebrate you. I'm like, we don't do that here. But thank you for calling. She does that every year. We used to do that randomly, like Mm -hmm. in my family for, you know, different people. And we'll be like, oh, just like, I guess. I don't know, maybe we had like extra funds or like dying for a party or something. I don't know. But they're like, oh, le vamos a celebrar el día de tu santo, right? tu tía Ramon or yeah. something. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's not his birthday. Like, but what? it's yeah, su like, santo, which is yeah. still a birthday kind, right? Mom, thanks for naming me a white ass name, Samantha. <laughs> I'm sure there's no the other santo de Samantha. Well, we'll start making one up. Like, <laughs> yeah. But then again, my name would have been like Maria Guadalupe. Like that's how yeah. people are named like Juana mm-hmm. and like. Well, it's just like it, back in the day. Every person, grandmas are Maria. Maria, yeah. Maria like, Guadalupe, Maria Guadalupe, Maria Ana. Yeah. My grandma was Maria Soledad. Like yeah. it's things like that, you know. Like my husband's grandma was was also Maria. So it's, it's traditional because we're all used to that. Like yeah. when we don't know, you'll be like, hey, Maria. Like, exactly. there we go. Well, we were walking in the market. My <laughs> grandfather used to do that in La Plata. Everyone turns? No. Oh. And I thought he knew all these women. Oh, I thought my he God. knew everybody. That's kind of cute. guys like Jose yeah. and like women, Maria. Mm-hmm. But he'd be like, Doña Maria, oiga, señora. Like, you and you know, think that's and their I name. he yeah. knew all mm-hmm. of these women. Pero nomás es like un dicho, like, me. you know? <laughs> But anyways, so um, the story is that Juan Diego was walking on the hill and um, because his uncle was sick. So he was trying to get. Well, not just any hill. Oh, the Tepeyac. Yes. Which Excuse is me. north of Ciudad de Mexico. Yeah. CDMX. So the hill del Tepeyac. And then he was walking up the hill and I guess he was trying to find help because his family member or like my dad said last night, his uncle was. um was sick so he needed something like help or a priest or some type of medicine what i mean not priest or anything you know and um that's when la virgen se le apareció letting him know like hey i need to i need your help like mm-hmm. i need you to have someone come here and build like a temple so, so she, didn't she send recado she told them go and tell the bishop mm-hmm, exactly that my yes. name is la virgen de guadalupe like and i'm I a boss bitch and i want exactly. you to go <laughs> and you need to come and build a temple I love how we're talking with our hands because- in my honor <laughs> yes because <laughs> we had to like we really got to put it out there exactly just like how you said it mm-hmm. but oh, unfortunately these bishops priests or whoever they were the spaniards well <laughs> you got the names i got the name and girl, girl what, i came two, with receipts two three I think, well, the the one, his name, the bishop uh-huh. that they talk about mm-hmm. or whatever, his name was Archbishop Fray Juan de Zumarga. Oui, oui. 
Yeah, he sounds amargado. He I'm does, just yes. saying. <laughs> okay, so ese, sorry, ese amargado. Ese amargado. So he, she, he goes, Juan Diego goes and talks and like, hey, like, whoop-de-whoop, I saw la virgen wants you to do this for her. And basically he laughed at him. Like, yeah. You know, like, no te creemos, you're just a peze, eres un indio, you know, boom. So That's, he was a nawa. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. So after that, he goes back to the he goes back to the hill I, to let her know, like, hey, they didn't believe me. They think I'm lying. I don't know what you want me to do. Like, you know, she's like, no, like AAS, like, no, tell them I am here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it straight. I, like, you know, apparently I wasn't clear the first exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> and again, you know, you got it. Como que es ese dicho? You got to send a woman to do a man's job. But I mean, like, you know, yeah, algo así. Yeah. So like, again, I, that happened. And then he goes back and be like, yo, she really wants you to build this, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, not exactly in those She's words. Like, I love how this is turning into a drunk history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We should totally. Okay. Ooh, that's a good episode one of these exactly. days. Exactly. Anyway. Oh, that would be hella With fun. La Cantina Brewing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love that. Um, but, yeah, so he goes and they're like, and now it was like, what, another bishop or another priest, right? It was two. Yes. Right? So the bishop, the amargado one, was like. Nah, you're joking or you're lying. We don't believe you still. But the other one was like, mm, there might, there be, might be something. You know, something's going on here that yeah. doesn't add up. So how, like, if they started questioning, why is she appearing to you and not to mm-hmm. us? And so the way the way my dad just like described it was all because he was Juan Diego, who I can't pronounce his name the other way. Well, see, we. We're going to have to take it all the way back, but we'll get yeah, to that. Okay. We'll get but, to that. Yeah. So him, Juan Diego, as we know him. Talking Eagle. <laughs> talking Eagle. A.K.A. AKA talking Eagle. Mr. Talking Eagle. Um, he, my dad p- p- described him, excuse me, as a very humble person. And that's why La Virgen se le apareció. That's why she appeared to him. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so they're like questioning, you know, whatever. So that was, I believe, on December 10th. Then December 11th, again, same thing, like. I want this shit done. Like, go tell him, you know, go tell them. So I guess he goes again to the church, lets them know what's up. And then at the end, he was like, well, if she's so true and if she keeps appearing to you, show us proof. Yes. Pretty much show us proof that she's here or she's coming towards you. Give us some type of symbol, sometimes anything. And then we'll we'll think about it, you know? Yeah. So our homegirl, La Virgen. Was like, oh, they want proof, boy. I got you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let me send it. <laughs> let me tell you real quick, right? So, como le di, como se le dio, como nomás era como flores, right? Like, como un, I don't know how to. It was something about like his um, she, she told like en ese cerro, yeah, and, and no creció ya, nada, yeah, not, it, it, was it was dead, barren, like a Nothing, barren land, yeah. Obvio, es yeah. un cerro. Yeah. And so there's, like, nothing out there. Mm-hmm. So she said, oh, um, she made, like, roses appear. Mm-hmm. And so he he put out his tilma. Yeah. And he his filled yeah. the, the whole, yeah. like, tilma with roses. And Pero so no the, era como, like, at the same time, no? Like, le dio como, le, era como luz. And he had it covered. So it was like, because I, I, I'm so silly. Like back in the day, there was a movie. And I remember watching it every December oh 12th. That's how I remember. Like that's I how I wonder I'm, if that is. Um, it's on University like Hollywood. It was like you know old school, I mean? like 70s. No, 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 oh. no, no. But I'm saying like the whole like oh, loose maybe, or whatever. Yeah. That's like Hollywood. Maybe like, it was Hollywood. Ooh, but who knows? Like, you I mean, know what I'm saying? Back like, in 1531, who knows what would <laughs> happen, you know? 
<laughs> I'm glad you got the date right. <laughs> so, like, girl, I did my search, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, so that happened the way I see in the movie. So he goes back, Juan Diego, to their church and be like, I got proof. Like, you know, mm-hmm. fuck you guys, you know. So I in the movie again, like uh-huh. the way uh-huh. I'm like, ah, bitch, I got you, <laughs> you know, receipts. <laughs> there we go. It was a 1931 <laughs> version of receipts. bitch. <laughs> So like he like it's a 1931. I know 1531. <laughs> it's still been a long day. Exactly. And, and so he goes to the bishops. Now there's like a big crowd because people are finding Este Juan Diego like a joke, basically, right? Yeah, they would like, m- yeah, like mock him. They would make fun of him because yeah. again, it out you know, he was an indigenous brother. So it's mm-hmm. like we're not gonna believe he's just a peasant. He's just poor. He's just trying to get money or, you know, be whatever. And so I remember, like, the way Tambien, the church, presents him is that he was, like, inside the church. And then he, like, legit was like, okay, well, show us what your proof is. So the way, and then he takes off his, or he opens up his cloth or his man, um, tilma. tilma. And then all of these beautiful roses start coming out. And they're like, they're what like the fuck? Fall like, fall astonished forward. for yeah. it. And so you see the bishops, bitch ass, you know, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> You see him like, oh, my God, like, what the hell, you know? And then he starts, they start praying. They legit fall to their knees, start praying because the image of the Virgen appears on him. Yeah. And you like, in her back of her head, she'd be like, bitch, I told you, you know? But, I mean, obviously, she's not saying that because she's, (laughs) She's you know, but I told you so, you know? told you so. And that was why now December 12th is considered Dia de la Virgen. Mm -hmm. And that's why they do a big old party every 12 in Mexico con la Basilica and the you know, or I'm in here, the churches, the, you know, yes. mañanitas. Mm-hmm. And then it's, to me, it's very sentimental because on December 13th, that's when my grandma passed away. Mm. So it's very close. It's the holidays, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it just brings a lot of emotions. But it, yeah. it, then it's, <clears throat> excuse me, it brings me joy at the same time because my grandma was a very big believer, de la Virgen, mm. you know, so it makes me feel like she's still here. I mean, I, you know. That's not corny. It's she's still here with me. So every yeah. time when I hear it, el, the song del Tepeyac, yeah. you know that song. Mm-hmm. I, every time I like, I'm singing it like on top of my lungs. I don't care how bad Sing I it, sound, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's very emotional, very touching to me. And just like you, like I was born and raised in a very Catholic family. Yeah, obviously my Nino is Father Rudy. Yeah. How much more, you know, religious can you get with having a Godfather as a priest you know yeah but at the same time it's like you start acknowledging like you know and you start questioning things but then when it comes to la reina it doesn't even cross my head just because i feel like and to me la virgencita she's also an is morena yeah you know she's you know what i mean yeah. it makes see like so see when <laughs> i was saying like let's take it like a little bit further back or whatever uh-huh. there are like there are elders that teach um, that La Virgen de Guadalupe. Oh, and that's my story. <laughs> um, that they they tell that like La Virgen de Guadalupe is also known as Tonantzin, mm-hmm. which in Nahua means um, our sacred mother. That's right? a beautiful name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so elders tell that Tonantzin, La Virgen Morela, La Virgen de Guadalupe, it's not either or. They're one in the same. Mm-hmm. And they, they say that Tonantzin has been holding like the divine feminine energy mm-hmm. up until the time when 
the descendants of the Mexica people can like come away from like the Western beliefs and ideologies mm-hmm. and that were like imposed onto them by like colonizer mm-hmm. and like those descendants are going to bring forth into the light of the sun, like the ancestral teachings and the restoration of a woman's place mm. of honor within our community. Because if you think about like in Mexica culture and like Nahua culture. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I'll like before we get into that, yeah. really important, right? Yeah. So Mexica refers to the people that were the original inhabitants mm-hmm. of what we know now as like Mexico City, mm-hmm. right? So the word Aztec is actually a Spanish word. That's mm-hmm. a colonizer's word. They and put- they they gave mm-hmm. the Mexica people mm-hmm. the name Aztec. So mm-hmm. everyone thinks like, oh, like the the Aztec calendar and the Aztec people and all this stuff. We're not even calling them by the name that they call themselves. That We're is a Spanish because, name. That's a call. That's yep. colonizers name. Yep. They refer to themselves as the Mexica people mm-hmm. and their language was Nahuatl. Mm-hmm. That's the language spoken. So when we talk about like Tenochtitlan and all that stuff, that was the empire of the Mexica people. That was a capital city of the Mexica people, Tenochtitlan, and they spoke Nahuatl. Was that like, like the fist like right? exactly okay so mm-hmm. okay, okay yeah so cdmx all right right so like in in like the the beliefs of the mexica people like traditional belief of mm-hmm. like ometeo ometeo means like um like all-encompassing it, mm-hmm. it means like like god right but further than that like the mexica concept of ometeo is like the 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 divine harmony of like masculine and feminine energies Mm -hmm. as co-creators of everything in the earth right Mm. so they don't hold like a man over a woman yeah like we do in western culture right like like they do in catholicism where like a priest males are priests and Mm -hmm. the head and the pope and the bishop and all this stuff and women are subservient Mm -hmm. to like you the said, just male. Nuts. Exactly. Yeah. Only Monkas, mm-hmm. right? So they're like suppressed and subservient. That is so out of balance of what the Mexica people believed and practiced. Mm-hmm. So there are there are elders who tell that like La Virgen de Guadalupe, a.k.a. Tonantzin, a.k.a. La Virgen Morena, all these other names that she was given, right? Mm-hmm. She's like the holder of the divine feminine energy mm-hmm. that's going to bring back like the harmony of masculine and feminine energies mm-hmm. within like, mm-hmm. you know, that makes sense. this time. And, you know, right? my, my funny, my mom was like, and I asked my mom last night, like, what makes La Virgen such a big deal to you? Like, you know, because it's like what you were saying right yeah. now. And she was like, well, the way again, like it, we're so taught from our family. So what we hear, we think it's true, but this is how yes, we grew up with. Dogma. Yeah. And so like the way my grandma would describe it, it was that Diosito. <laughs> That's the way we think of it. You Diosito. know, we say it. Diosito. You know what that reminds me of? <laughs> um, little baby Jesus. Oh, yeah. Little baby Jesus. <laughs> he's my favorite Jesus. Little baby Jesus. <laughs> or like, or my grandma when I was little, like she used to say like, oh, Papi Chuchi, you know, and I'm like thinking in my head like, okay, you know, so it was stuck in my head. Anyway, so is that Diosito wants to like punish all these people for doing bad. But then when it comes to La Virgen, it's like she's telling him to chill. Like, you know, like everyone makes mistakes and that's why she's. You know, like, oh, I feel like when she's in the pictures that everyone Mm -hmm. has in their home, like she's always holding her hands together 
And she's looking at us with such like compassion, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like There's a mother's also a touch. lot of symbolism too. Yeah. I'm, for like to this day, I don't know what the you ever seen that she holds like a black cloth in between her hands? Or there's some pictures that I've seen that she holds mm-hmm. like a black I cloth. I wonder, we should bring up the image of like the original one, right? And yeah. see, because like obviously like everything is like altered everything, yeah. and shit. But everything's like, different, but like well, there's things, you know? I did some research too about like, <laughs> you know, Mexica yeah. symbology or whatever. And there's mm-hmm. some like symbolism, excuse me, like related to that as well. So like in, in Nahuatl, in the Nahuatl language, like tonantzin mm-hmm. means um our sacred mother and like mm-hmm. a lot of people like refer to tonantzin as like la virgen right she's yeah. like the equivalent of la virgen yeah so when when the spaniards came and colonized what's now known as mexico mm-hmm. and like central america eventually right mm-hmm. um they like destroyed everything essentially so it's in, it's important that when we tell like the story of like la virgen de guadalupe like mm-hmm. we everyone thinks that like they think of that of that you know the the story that you just told mm-hmm. right of, that's, like, what Diego, that's what everyone knows everyone exactly, knows right yeah but before colonizer came before 1531 mm-hmm. in like in the the um hills right there in tepeyac there was a monument to the deity Tonantzin, which was exactly the so they, sacred there mother. Was. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. so that was built like before. Mm-hmm. That was something that that our ancient ancestors would go and worship Tonantzin mm-hmm. and that deity, yep. like prior to mm-hmm. colonizer coming here right exactly so it's so funny to me that she was just like just so happened to appear yeah, like, in that same like part yeah you know what i'm saying Ex- like, no i so there's yes, not uh-huh. it's not a to me it's not um a separate story it's one in the same you know what but I mean? But they make it sound like it's theirs. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They want to claim it as their own. And like even, everything else. Again, so like, <laughs> again, we were talking about like um, Juan Diego, mm-hmm. right? Well, okay. In the original, the original story, if there, there's like this ancient manuscript called Nikan Mopau. That sounds right. I mean, excuse Mopau. us if we can't pronounce Mopau. it right, but. Sorry. Let I, us know. Obviously, Let I us know don't how to speak Nahuatl. Yeah. Perfectly, I try my best, y'all. We try. <laughs> um, but the meaning of that is here is narrated, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's the oldest manuscript appearance of the like the telling of La Virgen de Guadalupe um, to like that she appeared like mm-hmm. to Juan Diego or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's told in Nahuatl. Mm, I want right? to hear it. And it, it it's it's supposed to be like so poetic and beautiful, right? Because like one of the things that I do know how to say in mm-hmm. Nahua, it's uh Mitsemoya no Yolo. And the, That's a song, no? Um no, the trans it's, oh, it's it sounds a, like a it's song. A phrase. Uh-huh. Um the Spanish translation of that is Mi corazón te busca. Oh, okay. In Nahua, there's no way to say I miss you. There's no translation for that. I think extraño, you said that before, there's yeah. no translation for that. So I tell my daughter that often. Like, mi, it means mi corazón te busca. 
And it's so poetic oh. and beautiful, right? Mixtemoya yeah. Noyolo translates to Spanish to mi corazón te busca. It yeah. doesn't mean te extraño, but that's what it means. I miss you, te extraño. There's a song like that. But they don't, yeah. they don't say that. They don't say, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's so It's like so poetic. So I'm thinking like if I could like hear this manuscript and hear like the actual translation of it, I'm sure it would be a totally different story. Plus, if it's a Nahua, no one was named Juan Diego. I'm sorry. Let's be real. <laughs> right? Let's like, be real. Let's be real. Yeah. No one was named Juan Diego. These are all Catholic, mm-hmm. you know, names that were brought AKA by colonizer colonizers yep. to, quote unquote, the new world. I don't know. You discover some shit that wasn't lost, but all right, whatever. Anyways. So Juan Diego's <laughs> real name, Juan Diego was a, was a Mexica, yeah. you know, indigenous person. Um, and his actual name, and again, sorry, y'all. I'm gonna try, okay? No, you did good. It sounds Wait. like I really want to say Gautemoc because that's the only name too that Guatemoc. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, see, I can't. I can pronounce something. I can say Sochil. Sochil. Plascomati. That means thank you. Oh, yes. I'm working on things. My cousin's I'm, name is Tonansi. So oh, yeah, that means sacred mother. Yeah. You know, but we call her Tony. That's so beautiful. Yeah. I love that. See, is that on your calendar of days that we should name our kid? <laughs> I'm all like, no, no, nope. right. Um, and so the, Juan Diego was was the Catholic name that was taken by this Mexica man after his conversion to Catholicism. So, so like a baptism name, right? Yeah. So his oh. name was actually what I just said earlier, which means talking evil. I was like, AKA try. talking evil. Yeah, exactly. Which is why it's I had like a said boss that ass earlier. Name, I love that we were able to get like, go back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because so much like, one of the things that like, I hear a lot, I'm born in February and February is also black history month. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, and I, I don't like that. A lot of people believe that black history starts with slavery. Mm. And I really that's how we love were exactly mm-hmm. we're taught that black people's history starts in slavery mm-hmm. and black people had a whole ass motherfucking culture civilization mm-hmm. and way, like history yep. way and a very lustrous mm-hmm. and and, you know, uh, prosperous history at that motherfucker mm-hmm. like the the pyramids <laughs> of Egypt are on the continent of Africa. If y'all didn't, I'm not good with geography, but I know that for sure. So I'm just like, hello, you know. So like, it's similar it's to just this. People have to you know be what I'm knowledgeable, saying? and they have to like ask questions and like you know research. Yeah, but it's like similar thing. to yeah. this. Like we believe mm-hmm. that like the history starts when colonizer got here. Like everyone believes this story. Yeah, no exactly. one knows the before story. Like when, we're saying it now before yeah. 1531. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Homegirl was always here. Exactly. She was always there was, around. There was already mm-hmm. like. Homegirl. Sorry. <laughs> La Virgen. <laughs> well, you we know, know what that reminds me of? Was it like early 2000s? Remember when those shirts were super popular? Like Jesus is my homegirl oh, or yeah. Jesus is my homeboy and Mary is my homegirl. <laughs> I had the Mary is my homegirl t-shirt That's and so my mom funny. was so mad at me. Really? Like, yeah. I, I like, can't see that because it's like disrespecting her in a way. A yeah. Bit. And then I was like, no, I'm just saying like I'm down with religion because at that time i kind of felt like i was or whatever yeah. right and so she kind of forgave me for it or whatever but initially she was like mm, mm-hmm. i don't no, know i remember my but grandma yeah. used to say too she wouldn't like it when la virgen was like on clothes 
or anything like that because she would hate the fact that other people that don't understand it don't know her or just kind of question it or make fun mm-hmm. of it then my grandma would be like a whole nother level of pissed off and she'll be like dude don't disrespect la virgen yeah. because you know that's again that's our boss you know yeah. that's how we consider i mean that's the way i've always mexican or like older mexican like Gen- mamas and grandmamas are like hella protective protective of la virgen de guadalupe mm-hmm. the way like white conservative men are about like the flag apparently oh. <laughs> you know what i mean or like the Girl. national anthem <laughs> Oh yeah, they get all pissed off right when we yeah, kneel yeah, down, yeah, like on some or shit. we sit down. Like, but uh, don't be disrespecting. No. There will be no like, disobeying here, or not disobeying. There will be no downgrading yeah. or any, you know, anything about la virgen. Oh my goodness! But anyhow, but that makes sense because like that's how we were raised. Yeah, because like, they're your like, mom, oh no, my no, grandma. No, no. no we exactly. don't do that. We don't say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But again, getting back to this, like, you know, just like black people's history didn't mm-hmm. start at slavery. The history of La Virgen de Guadalupe didn't start in 1951 with Catholic or 1531. Yeah. I can't. I don't know why I can't get that day right. <laughs> December 12th, 1531. 15, well, December 9th, it started. Oh, 9th through the 12th. Exactly. Yeah, the fourth 1531. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, like, going back and doing that, again, like I I started saying at the top of, of the episode, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It makes me feel good now mm-hmm. to... Um, I don't feel badly about representing like La Virgen de Guadalupe, mm-hmm. even though I'm I consider myself to be more spiritual as opposed to religious mm-hmm. because she also very much encompasses a very deep spirituality to the defined feminine energy mm-hmm. within like the Mexica culture. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that until I started to do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I knew like the name Tonantzin and you, we, you know, we hear it in mm-hmm. like song and in ceremony mm-hmm. and things like that. And I knew what it meant, but I didn't know the relationship to like the December what it stands 12th. stands for. Exactly. Yeah. You know so, what like, I mean? So people that have those names and that have even still Guadalupe, Maria, whatever, do cherish that. That's yeah. an honor to have that name. It really, it, really, it is. really is. Yeah. yeah. So, that's why like it's my so little beautiful. cousin Tonantzin first had no idea what it meant. But then again, you do your research. And my, my tia told me it's, you know, el nombre de, de la Virgen. I was like, oh, that's cool. But I was little. Exactly. You just, it's just like, all right, all right cool. cool. It's like, I couldn't pronounce it when I was little. So like, just call her Tony. I'm like, all right. But now that I see her and I say it and I'm like, Tony, I'm like, dude, that's fucking beautiful. I want to say, yo. yeah. Like, as you get older and you you appreciate more, it yes and yes. then you're like no don't call yourself Tony call yourself Tonancin yeah. like no say the whole thing I always wished I had like a more Mexican name you want mine <laughs> dude I would take that like I really would I'm not even lying it's funny you say that though because when I was little dude I hated my name I hated Francisca I just the fuck I just Ugh. you know why? I'm like mom why'd you name me Francisca you know I <laughs> wish I had like a Samantha you know like algo así and then she'd be like, Mika, you, you'll appreciate it later. And look at it's true. Now I do. People mm-hmm. call me like, I mean, close friends that call me Jackie. I'm like, cool. You know, they know me, yeah. know me, you know. But when I hear Francis, I'm like, all right. So, <laughs> what? you know, like, what how do you know me? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I like funny. it. I mean, I feel you. I mean, it's just. It's more appreciated when you get older and you know more of the background behind it. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like even the whole I was again, I was doing research on this even like, OK, so like back to the the whole, you know, legend or mm-hmm. whatever. Juan Diego, uh, you know, I don't want to call him Juan Diego anymore. Can you call him I Juanito? I like Juanito. I don't know. I want to call. I want to learn how to pronounce his name properly. I want to learn how to say talking eagle like <laughs> effectively. You feel me? Like, I'm going to call him Juanito. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the... 
the whole like deal of Juan Diego, right? Like the tilma that he was wearing. Mm -hmm. The other thing too is that I love that he had like traditional, like, you know, indigenous garb on. Like the his his, his what way he, he wore yeah. and you know was like the traditional indigenous mm -hmm. um like what they would what a traditional indigenous person would wear during that time in yeah. Mexico, right? Mm -hmm. So like his tilma is now enshrined at the Basilica mm -hmm. de la Virgen de Guadalupe in mm -hmm. Ciudad de Mexico, mm -hmm. right? And there's still that um, temple in El Tepeyac también. Yeah, and it it's is. still there, like and behind the, the Basilica. Yeah. of people go there, especially close to like December mm -hmm. 12th. And there's like I still, huge, I've never been there. See, that's like one of those things. Like Where you have to go before you die. Yeah, you really that's do. on the bucket list. Mm -hmm. And think about what that party's like. Dude, because if you posadas. it's I would think it was better than Las Posadas because think about it like Las Posadas is very like Catholic. This yeah. is like a mesh of two cultures. Mm -hmm. Like and I think that that's why that's the other thing, too, is that I feel in some of the readings and the research that I did, there was a lot of people who talked about um, La Virgen de Guadalupe was like widely accepted by the catholic church mm -hmm. after that obviously so they feel like it was a way for like um the mexica people to like still practice and give like offerings and things to tonantzin and like in safety mm -hmm. you know what i mean like still have ceremony for her mm -hmm. or like hold space for her right mm -hmm. um so i think that like that's like something crazy. Well, not crazy, not but like crazy. so interesting yeah. to think that like that the appearance and and this this <clears throat> you know incredible thing that happened and the fact that was it, able yeah. to heal like exactly. a whole nation that was mm -hmm. divided, exactly. like Mexico. You know what I'm saying between the Spanish mm -hmm. and mestizos mm -hmm. or. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like native people, right? Yeah. Um, and the thing that I still love, and, you know, now that I think about it, the colonizers didn't change the color of the skin de la Virgen. It mm -hmm. stayed as a brown, beautiful girl, a lady. Because that's what's on the theme. Yeah. And we'll you see, can't lie about that. Mm -hmm. You can't be like, oh, we're going to put a little bit more milk on her skin. No, we're no. not going to do that. Well, see, the other thing, too, is that ever notice that um, her robe is red? Red is sim symbolic of wisdom. Oh yeah, within the Nahuatl culture. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, um, she also has a black belt. Mm -hmm. That is um, the symbology for that in Mexica culture is for pregnancy and new beginnings. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. What about the the kisses? The way I've always seen it, it's green, no? Yeah. Well, that's her cloak that she wears, oh, the like cloak. the blue okay, green okay. cloak with the stars on uh -huh. it. Well, it that is very reminiscent and similar to the Mexica goddess of the stars. Okay. And there's a name for that too, which. C-I-T-L-A-N-I-L-I-C-U-E. I just, I'm not even going to try on that. Is that, there like another like AK, like well, Cockney Eagle? Yeah, but I don't know what that means. But she is the goddess of the stars. Oh, okay. C-I-T-L-A-N-I-L-I-C-U. Yeah, that's what Frenchie said. Something. Sorry, we apologize. she's the goddess of the stars. That's so beautiful. it's like symbol, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's bringing in like the symbolism. See, my dad knows how to say all these names. Yeah. Also, La Virgen de Guadalupe appears four consecutive days, mm -hmm. which is m like it very distinctly marks the sacred number four. 
And that's my favorite number, yo. Yeah. And but I don't like, know why, but in like, Mexican yeah. culture, four is a sacred number mm-hmm. because of, like the four directions and the four winds. Oh, that's true. As you, well. Yes. I remember when I was doing the law practices before like his work and all that with the the Azteca dancing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They talked about the four directions and yeah. why it's important and everything. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. A lot of curanderos yes. and people will still go to like the temples in mm-hmm. like Ciudad de Mexico or like the ruins or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And like pray to the east mm. mm-hmm, and give honor to the four directions. That's beautiful. Yeah. But it's like if you think about like even the whole legend of La Virgen de Guadalupe, it's so symbolic of Tonantzin mm-hmm. and it has so much symbolism mm-hmm. of like the Mexica culture that it's like y'all, y'all are just kind of embracing a story that was already. It's been there. It's been about that. It's just, you know, I feel like she got upset. That the bitch, the, the white colonizer came, <laughs> tore down her freaking, exactly, Fry Amargado showed up, <laughs> tore down the 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 temple that the temple was previous that was there. Uh-huh. there for her. No one was coming to give their offering, their thanks. There was Nothing, no more ceremony. Yeah. So she was like, uh-uh, things got to change. I'm going to take matters into my own hands. That's and why. she showed, and, and also she appears to someone and who's you know mm-hmm. a mexica yep. person a native person a nawa man a humble and person she speaks to him in nawa yep. yes that's the other thing yes. too that uh-huh. let's bring the receipts and the details y'all the devil's in the details she speaks to him in nawa this has got to be Donantzin. This exactly. is one of the same, yo. And she's like, yo, I don't like the way I'm not. I don't like the way the Catholics are holding it down over here. Go tell them they need to come build this temple. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to get it together. She had to make three appearances. She was like, all right, if we're going to do one, then two, might as well make it four. No, pues si <laughs> cierto. Hey, I'm going to be out there. And- it's going to happen. And I love that she did roses, too. I remember, too, I asked my mom one time, and I don't even know if she would remember this, but I remember her telling me the story of Juan Diego. And I was like, um, did he, like, maybe he just, like, took the roses from somewhere. You know what I mean? That's what you thought? Yeah, and I I told my mom (laughs) this, and she was like, no, it was the Cerro. Like, if I Mm -hmm. take you there, like, nothing grows there. Like, it's barren. You know what I mean? It's like... It's dry. It's dry. It's dead. Like, you... It's hard, you know? Yeah. And I was like, what if he just bought them? And mom was like, no. He was, like, a very humble... He was poor. Exactly. A very... A person of very humble means. Like... There was no way it would have cost so much money for him to buy all of these perfectly beautiful long stem roses. And I was like, and back then that was a oh, lot of money. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, makes sense. All right. But in my small little mind, I'm like, man, he probably just cut those. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I still don't believe you. <laughs> La señora from right there on the corner of Tao and Laurel has beautiful roses all the time. <laughs> I grew up on the east side, yo. Like, we know. Like, we see yeah, this. you know the house I'm talking about. <laughs> I know it's funny you say that, too, because my grandma, we had, when she was still around our, at our old, old house, we had, she had a rose bush. Mm-hmm. And we called those bushes la, 
La, um, La Virgen La de Guadalupe because mm -hmm. that was the name of the roses and they were all oh. pink and white and red. They were like mixed in. Like, so I don't know. Pretty. My grandma too, she had a green thumb. Her and my dad would like plant mm -hmm. some crazy shit. It would grow crazy. Me, on the other hand, no. Ya valió madre. Pero, I'm actually getting kind of good at girl teach me stuff. Mm -hmm, teach me because yeah, like, you gotta come to the Jardín yes, del Sol. And, yes, like, yes. I need to because... Dude, Emily... Grew a whole motherfucking butterfly garden this year. And <laughs> butterflies. Oh, that, there you go. Too. See, you know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. them into the butterfly but garden. It's we just, gotta go out there. Again, it's, it's it's sacred and it brings, to me, it's like La Virgen también, it brings like family. You know, because yeah. she's the one who presents and puts everything together. You know what I mean? Because like, moms, it's mother, yeah. it's it's sacred, divine energy. It's, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, the mom is the glue, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the... She puts everything together. Yeah. It's like las abuelitas. They, they keep, keep it the all family together yep. and everybody in check. Thank you. That's what it is. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Yes, it sure fucking is. But you know, the other thing too is that I, the other like big important thing that I took away from this is that like La Virgen de Guadalupe and the, the story of La Virgen and the history behind Tonantzin, it is like the meshing of two cultures. You know, I sense. feel very like because me personally, myself and my brothers and sisters, my cousins, we're first generation Mexican-American. Mm -hmm. All of you know, my mom, my grandparents, all of my aunts and uncles, they were all born in Mexico. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we're first generation. So to, to kind of be straddling, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mexican culture and American culture as well. And to to have done this research and to see how. La Virgen de Guadalupe, a.k.a. Tonantzin, like, meshes these two cultures in such a harmonious way. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, again, back to, like, after this in 1531, you know, Mexica people were able to practice, you know what I mean, their, their worship to this deity again mm -hmm. safely because prior to that, we weren't able to. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, so there's safety in La Virgen. There's unity in La Virgen. There's, like, family, like, family yep. peace. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I don't know. It just makes it's me love. feel mm -hmm. closer. I want to go out and, like you said, sing the song, have yeah. some champurrado and a piece of mm -hmm. pan dulce or something. And just, Honestly, like, like, I like, celebrate. I like going to the church, like, on December 12th and going early for Las Mañanitas. Yeah, I find that it's like a tradition. Who knows how it's going to happen this year for COVID? Maybe mm -hmm. it's going to be outside. God knows if, you know, probably I wouldn't mind. I don't even care, dude, if we go outside. Like I have like a pancho. I can work it in La Virgen on it. You know, <laughs> I have so Ariel Mars sweatshirt Virgen. <laughs> I can wear to shoot. I don't care. You yes. know, um, it's just I've always loved doing that. Mm -hmm. I, I find it. It's. It's relaxing in a way. It's like you feel like, again, like I'm not like you're, you you know, we both the same way. Like I don't, my mom hears this, I apologize, but I don't really consider myself religious like I used to. It's mm -hmm. more of a spiritual, spiritual person, you know, yeah. but it's like the Virgin's a whole different but there's type. A, there is a very uh, deep spirituality that yeah. I feel connected to exactly. that now. Exactly. I didn't know that Donancin and La Virgin was the same person. <laughs> I was two day years old. No, not today. Because I started today. doing my research a couple days. That was last night years old. I'm just kidding. No. no. <laughs> I was last night years old. No, I started I know, I before know. that. I was no, but to. it's it's a trip how how everything ties in together and they make you think, like you said, like no, it started with after colonizers or found, yeah. you know, quote unquote. But we have a whole rich history and just because they burnt our books and they try to destroy 
our tradition and language and heritage doesn't mean we're the that, daughters yeah yep. like it doesn't mean that part of that is not still alive today mm -hmm. i'm obsessed with this poet right now ariana brown Ooh. um and she has this amazing you can find her on Bandcamp. actually just look up ariana brown she has this amazing amazing i think it's like 10 tracks of um spoken word poetry and one of them is called curanderismo and she says something like um like uh, she considers herself to be lucky because of the 50 counselors she's assigned the one that is also a curandera mm -hmm. and and her her curandera tells her like ariana it's it's um it's not in like it's okay that like we've we lose the particulars of it you mm -hmm. know what i mean like it's it's not like the melody of the song it's like the words and the feelings mm -hmm. that mean more to it you yeah. know to like not know who our ancestors are but yeah. like to hang on to what we do have you know what i'm saying like the blending of um cultures mm -hmm. right like even in no, curanderismo, I, yeah. like that's the blending of like Mexica, Spanish, and African healing traditions. And it's all kind of ties in together at yeah. the same time. Yeah. No, and the fact is too, like, you know, not just us, but like you hear all these different songs I'm in de la Virgen. Like, mm -hmm. I know it sounds kind of that silly, but like, you know, everyone knows who El Tri is. Yes. So, you know, who doesn't know who El Tri is? And if you don't, well, now then, you know. Now you do your <laughs> research. Um, they're very, like, obvio, like, political rock and roll in Espanol. They don't give two mm -hmm. fucks what they say. They're going to say it out mm -hmm. there. I've seen them God knows how many times. That's why I I've love mushed. rock and Espanol, oh, dude. Did you see that thing on they're going to do on Netflix? Yes. Bro, I dude, am It so... bothers me, though, because I don't watch Netflix anymore. You, well, I'll let you have my password for that day. Well, I, I have several people's passwords, oh. bitch. <laughs> That's not the but, issue. <laughs> but I'm sorry. That that is for... De okay, December 16th, if you're into rock and Espanol, Please, there's going to be a badass documentary about it and how it started, why it started, and all the fucking corrupt politicians in Mexico, mm -hmm. which is just not Mexico. It's everywhere. Yep. But, dude, it's fucking amazing. It looks amazing. I was so hyped And you so know what? Up. Rock and Español, like, there's so many bands that, like, rockeros que salieron de Mexico specifically mm -hmm. that are, like, so, like political in their lyrics yes, and stuff yes. like that like that's why mm -hmm. i love rock they don't Espanol. give two fucks yeah they don't when i tell people like i'm like one of my favorite bands ever like ever mm -hmm. is mana oh i love, I love mana. mana you know i, what I mean? love mana and when i Me tell fed have the same birthday sorry okay <laughs> <laughs> you're all we're twins we're twins we're birthday twins <laughs> we were both both what it, what is your sign sagittarius now, uh, under the house of <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes anyhow i always tell people i'm like they're like oh mana like who's that and i'm like get mana out is, <laughs> get out no like white people i mean no, no, i'm like, so, I'm like seen... mana is the mexican you two like you yeah. know what i mean like super highly Someone political told me that <laughs> who told super me this? Bands. they say that mana is the mexican um nickelback and i'm like get the fuck out that is an insult you will not Wait. say such words like that to me ever again because <laughs> No, Mana and Nickelback are nothing similar. I, I don't. Okay. Yeah, someone told me that. I know that's the same face I made. But no, El Tri actually has a song called La Virgen Morena. Mm -hmm. And I love that song. And I legit play on the top like so loud on, on December mm -hmm. 12th. <laughs> like that's like the anthem that day, you know? Yeah. And it's like. And every other day, it's. Um, it's Hawares. Um, 
¿Cuál? La de la negra Tomasa. Oh. <laughs> There you go, right? No, oh, pero... I saw them perform that live several times, but one time I haven't when seen I was them sitting... yet. Girl. I have not seen them. Mm. I've seen El Tri, Maná, Molotov, um, Panteón Rococo, which we I was seen them. Dude, they're fucking amazing. I, I hear that often. What? That they're... That, that they put on like an amazing dude, show. Dude, what was they're it? Two years ago, musicians. I went to um, La Tocada Fest. Mm. And went in San Jose. I went with some friends. And I've, you know, thinking like, oh, I've been to rock concerts. This is nothing, yeah. bitch. I remember going mm -hmm. to a mosh pit and I remember I almost ate shit because it was so slippery because it was sweat and beer everywhere. Yeah. Right. Before COVID, yeah. before it's OK to like hit people and you can touch people and people would just be a big family. Dude, mm -hmm. I always remember this one guy was like, Agarrate, mijita. And oh, I was like, OK, <laughs> and I was like, let's go. <laughs> I was all so excited. Funny. But anyways, it's just Roqueros, of course, again, like El Trim. They have like a whole shrine for La Virgen because mm -hmm. that's like, again, La Patrona, La yeah. Reina de las Americas, La Virgen the Morena. The Saint of Mexico. Exactly. She's she's the mom to everybody who's going to take care mm -hmm. of you. That's exactly why mm -hmm. we watch La Virgen, La Rosa de Guadalupe. Oh, yeah. That's why it's named that. <laughs> because La Rosa que La Virgen <laughs> le dio a Juan Diego, mm -hmm. everyone wants to get one of the rosas. And mm -hmm. that's why they call it that, La Rosa de Guadalupe. For y'all that don't know and haven't put that together, because <laughs> you've been drinking too many La Cantina Piñoritas <laughs> or... <laughs> Just any... But yes. yeah, that makes sense. But see... I mean, but that's like I her gift, that you know, that's time. her like the miracle or whatever. Right. But that show exaggerates so many times. Oh, my God. It's so exaggerating. <sighs> oh, my God. It's so funny. My boyfriend and I, we like, well, like there's like certain episodes that will happen and we'll like catch it's on like, Netflix, huh? I don't even know. I think it was. Okay, sorry. But, like, of course, we both have Mexican mamas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we'll be like, dude, you know who else does that? Yosimir Reyes, the poet from San Jose, who also lives in L.A. Oh, he's okay, amazing. Uh -huh. If y'all don't know, Google that uh -huh. shit. Um, and by his work, he's amazing. Um, but, yeah, he all will, like, watch La Virgen de Guadalupe or La Rosa de Guadalupe with his grandmother. And he's like, bitch, this week, like, in his stories. Oh, my God, that's so <laughs> cute, though. I love that. I love it. And then, you know, we talk about how, like, dramatic and, like, ridiculous it is. And obviously there's, like, crazy, like, stereotypes I mean, in there, too. Don't get too. us wrong. It can happen, you know, whatever. But it's, like... I don't like the ones where they're, like, you know... I haven't watched that show in a long time, dude. There's some that, like, come up where they, like, try... The, like, underlined implied tone is that like women should be submissive to their husbands or like you know what I mean like mm. shit like that or whatever right mm. and like a guy will like hit his wife and it's like a super dramatic form right and so she's like she flies him. yeah 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 but then she'll like think to herself like was it me like you know when they'll go through like <laughs> a whole 20 minutes of and then at the very last like you know the, the last two minutes she receives her rose and then she's like no I'm worth better than this and it's like we could have had two minutes of her doing the whole, is it me? And then 20 minutes of like mm -hmm. her being a champion. I'm exactly, just saying, but I don't like the underlying tones here. <laughs> Does that show still come on? Yes. Like new episodes are yes, like, oh, girl. And, oh the, and I don't even have a TV. The only way I know is because I watch Yosimir Reyes' Instagram story. That's how I know it's still going this on. That's how I know. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, that's, that's hilarious. But I like, like you said, it all ties in together con la Virgen somehow, mm -hmm. some way. Roses yeah. present in what my present? head. Okay, when I see roses, <laughs> I think of two people. La Virgen 
Selena. Oh. <laughs> You're silly. No, I really do. Because, like, Selena's favorite flower was the yeah. white rose. Well, we, you know, the other thing, too, is como la flor <laughs> is always well, see, the I rose. I didn't think of that. I just thought it because of the movie, her favorite roses, and then, like, how it came up. I don't know. In my head, I think it's when she it's got the last it. flower. The last flower when they throw her and she ca- doesn't catch it in the movie. Oh, the white one. The white Do, one. I was going to say, did she say her favorite flowers are roses? I'm just thinking that was her favorite. Or maybe I heard it somewhere when she know. passed away I was, from I Chris. Was, I'm a bitch. I'm, we got to look that up. I don't, I don't want to be spreading off. misinformation on La well, Otra I'm Reina. Saying, I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> that's how I think of like, you know. Yeah, two. no, but I always think como la flor in the, I always think of that scene in the movie where she does como la flor and then there's like that couple outside of the carnival or whatever. And she oh, has like yeah. the rose and they're like yeah. kissing and she's kind of longing for a boyfriend. Yeah. Like, oh, she I needs feel that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop. I felt that. I mean, <laughs> Oh Not my right god. Now currently. <laughs> but I know. <laughs> but yeah, so see it's everything ties in together. Everything's just it all has a meaning. And yes. at the end of the day, it's gonna be Donancy, you know? Yes, it's Donancy. It is La Virgen de Guadalupe, but it doesn't start with Catholicism, mm-hmm. y'all. Dig deeper. Mm-hmm. There's a very rich history. And it's a beautiful history as well. So we hope we drop some knowledge on some of y'all. I don't know. And plus, this is a great time to drop this, too, because, again, December 12th is around the corner again. And then it's like, again, because of COVID, a lot of things are not going to be the same. So we're trying to, like, just make it into, like, a family, you know, remember Las Posadas when you were little in Mexico yeah. or on the east side right know. there, I'm you not, know? I'm not into Las Posadas. Oh, so shit, I was. Jesus thing. No, bitch, I was. I was into the fucking the piñata. That was my shit. Yeah. <laughs> you oh. know what I love, though? Las Posadas don't have danzantes. Las Posadas don't, like, incorporate a lot of, like, the Mexica tradition yeah. and, like, copal and, like, stuff like that. So I feel like that's why I'm, like, hella down now. Yeah. I'm going to be, like, December 12th. That's the one. Yeah. Yep. That the ninth, be the 10th, one. 11, and 12th. So there's four mm-hmm. days to celebrate. Yeah. There you go. Now, I remember one time, one posada in Mexico, we were so excited for the piñata. A fucking firework flew out, dude. It burned the whole shit. <gasps> I was so sad. I was that the saddest sucks. little girl ever. And I was like, I still want candy. You know what? <laughs> it's I loved piñatas in Mexico mm-hmm. because I love fruit. Like, I love oh, fruit. Yeah. And they would put fucking naranjas in there. Oh, that's and right. And I loved yep. that shit, girl. Uh, yep, I, I thought remember. that was like, and I was like, why don't they do this in America? <laughs> like, this is genius. Yeah. I, again, I love fruit. And when I saw a piñata with naranjas falling out of it, I was like, this is the shit. Like, <laughs> like where yes. have I been? Where exactly? Where has this piñata been my whole life? Oh, my God. Gosh. Oh, see, now I really want to go back to Mexico. Aww. Yeah. I miss, I miss it so much. It's just, we'll have to take a trip soon. Girl, I know. I've been, we were supposed to go this year. I know. Again. Same for me. Yeah, we yep. were supposed to go Same this year. Me. And Illegal. it's so funny that COVID hit right when it did mm-hmm. because, again, single mom on that single mom budget, mm-hmm. co parenting, that mm-hmm. whole deal. I was like, I'll pay for our passports like in March or April. Like, you already and then had I can everything. Start saving, right? yep. And then I'll buy our tickets like in, you know, August mm-hmm. or whatever. And then the last couple months is like for our spending money in yeah, Mexico. Yeah, exactly. So in my head, I was like, all right, cool. Like, this is the way I'm going to do it. And then when they started like saying, like, all oh, the other countries were shutting down, I was like, yeah, I ain't going to throw 
down, you mm-hmm. know, a couple hundred dollars on passports right now. Yeah, it's not worth it right now. Just wait. Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping it gets better later. But yeah, so this year is my, my Christmas year. I'm going to try and take a little car trip out somewhere. Just and, be careful. Yeah, for sure. No, just, just no, be careful because now yeah, it's just like us. Like it's, that yeah, whole thing. It's but just, yeah. Ugh, I'm so over it, but we have to be but careful. Yeah, this year I wanted to take her to Mexico and I was like, oh, we'll go to Mexico this year. And then again, I get her every other year because I co-parent. So I was like, and then in two years, we're going to warm weather. Like I want to go mm, to Hawaii or yeah. something. Like I want to come back with a tan and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where's you go? Exactly. <laughs> well, but I like this episode. It's nice. I really do too. And again, I hope we enlightened someone or at least with traditional you. with new. We're well, not new. But with the actual how it all came to light yeah. before colonizers came, you know. And hopefully it encourages people to go out and do their own research as yeah. well. And they're like, is this bitch for real? <laughs> <laughs> Don't take our word for it. Research. Do your own research. Yes. Yes. Reading is fundamental, mm-hmm. y'all. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and with that said, we will wrap up this episode of A31 Comadres. As always, we like to thank all of our listeners out there in podcast land, everyone thank who you. engages with us on social media. Please like, subscribe, subscribe, rate us, let us know anything slip to our through our DMs. Yeah, Shit, thank just... you to everyone who has been, you know, sending us messages and viewing those stories and just oh, giving us our feedback. Top, our first um Spotify uh repost at, at the most listened podcast was Las Comadres. Oh, really? Yeah, it was oh, our cute. very coven sister Mariah. Yes, yes. that's right. Right now, Spotify is letting everybody know what is your most listened Mm -hmm. to this, how many um, minutes you've listened to, all that good stuff. So if your top podcast is A31 Comadres, let us know. Yes. Shout us out, please. We appreciate it. And we love to see it. We do. We get excited too, y'all. It's the little things that count. We fangirl too. Oh, yeah, we do. Over all of our you know followers and all that good stuff we appreciate all all of you every each and one of you thank you each and every one of you (laughs) thank you sorry (laughs) and with that said we will catch you on next week's episode adios ciao